Hey everybody, this is Heidi St. John. Welcome back to the Busy Mom Podcast. I am thrilled today because I have the privilege of interviewing a new friend of mine and one of my favorite authors of all time, Lisa Tierkurs, is on the broadcast with me today. And we're going to be talking about her new book, Uninvited. You guys were listening to me last week when I had my friend Dorinda, my um, podcaster-in-chief Dorinda, on the podcast with me, and we were talking about the the benefits of friendships and why it's so important for us to build in real life relationships rather than relying on the brick and mortar ones that so many of us uh, tend to rely on in this digital age. And Lisa's written a book about um, overcoming rejection, and I have the privilege of I've had the privilege of reading it. And I'm telling you what, I have inked this book up, I've earmarked it. You're going to be blessed and encouraged by what Lisa has to say today. But before I invite her on, I want to remind you that our registration for Fearless in Indianapolis is in full swing right now, and that uh, registration is almost full for that event. That is October 14th and 15th. That's my women's conference in Indianapolis. The Tampa event, which just opened, is over half full. If you're interested in attending either uh, either conference in Indianapolis, October 14th and 15th, or Fearless in Tampa, November 4th and 5th, head on over to HeidiStJohn.com forward slash Fearless and get registered. We really want to encourage you to bring your women's Bible study, bring a neighbor who needs encouragement, anyone who you know is dealing with the spirit of fear, which is so prevalent in the culture right now. And we're going to be getting into our Bibles, inking them up, talking to the Lord, and spending some time in worship and in the study of His Word. So I hope you'll join me in Indianapolis, October 14th and 15th, and Tampa, November 4th and 5th. Also, I appreciate those of you who have already signed up for the women's online Bible study that we're doing later on this month. If you have uh, not signed up or you need more information, you can sign up online at HeidiStJohn.com or you can just email us your questions to podcast at TheBusyMom.com. All right. I am thrilled today to be uh, interviewing Lisa Tierkers. For those of you who don't know Lisa, um, I am going to introduce her to you. Lisa is a New York Times bestselling author. And many of you have read The Best Yes because we talked about it on the podcast some time ago. And she is also the president of Proverbs 31 Ministries, and she writes from a sticky farm table in North Carolina, which might be my favorite thing about her. Uh, she still has a crush on her husband, which we also have that in common. Her husband's name is Art. She's been married to him for 24 years. And we are just thrilled to have Lisa on the podcast today. So Lisa, thank you for joining me today. Well, thank you. It's such a joy to be with you, Heidi. Well, I'm thrilled that you're here, and I'm I'm interested, really want to just kind of jump into uh, your book, Uninvited, because I was reading, a, well, I was reading uh, in your book last week, and and I think I told you a few minutes ago, so encouraged by your transparency, because this is something that we all deal with. And I was thinking a little bit about the first suffering of Jesus that was recorded in John uh, in the 11th verse of chapter 1, and it says that it says that he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. One of the very first things that we learn about Jesus is that he is familiar with rejection. And I am just wanting to know, what what was your inspiration? What was the reason why you wrote a book about rejection? Why did you write Uninvited? Well, I always write about what I struggle with. And um, when I wrote The Best Yes, one of the key phrases in the best yes of learning how to say no to other people, I thought it is that no is not a rejection. It's a necessary protection of our best yes answers. Mm. And yet, even though I wrote that and I have been living that, um, I realized that 
I'm still struggling fearing rejecting other people when I say no, but then also dealing with my own set of wrong beliefs that I have about myself, about others, about God, and dealing with this rejection thing is really, really tough. I think we're all either trying to heal from a past rejection, deal with a present-day rejection, or we fear mm. that an unexpected rejection is right around the corner. And That's I right. rejection is affecting us all more than we even realize. Yeah, that's absolutely right. And when you talk about rejection, it's, I think, particularly with women, uh, when it comes to our friendships and the kind of the core of who we are, I think it's kind of been taken to a whole new level uh, because of the internet. I don't know if you if you feel this way, but um, I've certainly had that happen in my own life where you put your feelings out there on the internet and because we have a screen between us, uh, it's like people are people say things that maybe they wouldn't see, say if they saw you like at the grocery store. Do you know what I mean? Absolutely. I, I actually was um, when I was studying for the writing phase of Uninvited and looking at the cultural context of today and all the realities of the World Wide Web, but also specifically the realities of social media. Yes, I decided to ask Barna research group to conduct a study among women to really examine the habits and the impact of social media. And um, and I found something so interesting. After using social media, almost half of all women, about 49%, said they walk away from social media either feeling bored, um, about 49% said they feel bored. Another one-third of women walk away from social media desperately wanting to change something about their life. And Mm. 24% of us, almost a quarter of us, walk away from engaging with social media feeling like we're missing out on something. And and so these feelings of being left out, lonely, and less than so quickly emerged when I looked at the effects that just social media alone are having on women and feeding this sense of rejection. So when I set out to write Uninvited, I wanted to examine not just the big rejections of our past, and I do definitely tackle that, but I also wanted to say, what are the things that are knocking our legs out from underneath us today, taking the wind out of our sails today? And so many times I think the enemy uses very subtle things, like you hop on on Instagram and you see one of your good friends posted a picture that that three people got together last yeah, night. Yeah, with another friend. <laughs> Classic. And they didn't invite you. Yeah. And it can all of a sudden, even though they had no intention of making you feel rejected today, suddenly you feel rejected and you carry that ratty robe of rejection. You put it on and you wear it all day long. Mm. When in reality, as Jesus girls, we're supposed to be wearing robes of righteousness, which is a fancy way of saying we're supposed to walk into any situation we face today with the fullness of God's love. But one mm. post on Instagram, suddenly now in every room we walk into, our insecurity is the first thing that walks in. Yeah. And I just, I wanted to tackle this from a gut, honest perspective, not as an expert, but as a fellow girl who loves Jesus, but who's 
still deals with this on a daily basis. Yeah, that's totally right. And you're not saying that you're against social media. You're just saying we're going to have to learn how to see ourselves through the eyes of Jesus, when we, even when we use it. Because you're right. It's these little tiny – it's the things that we don't expect. It's that picture that pops up on Instagram of somebody else. And it's amazing how it's amazing how the devil uses it. I loved when you said that the devil is predictable because he totally is. And it's like he, he really isn't doing anything different than he's been doing for millennials. He's just using a different media to get to us. That's right. And I also wrote in Uninvited that while the devil is vicious, he is not victorious. That's right. And so you're right, Heidi. I'm definitely not against social media. I, I very much use social media in my ministry. But I think we have to do two things. One, we have to make sure that social media is not the first thing we're looking at in the morning. Another set of research that I studied was that when we sleep at night, baby neurons are formed in our brain. And when we wake up in the morning, how we use those baby neurons will determine so much about the pattern of thought we have through the rest of our day. Mm. So if I am looking at social media the very first thing in the morning and suddenly having these feelings that women commonly reported after looking at social media, that I'm bored, that I'm feeling left out that there's something missing in my life, or even slightly jealous of other people, if those are the first thoughts that I'm thinking, I'll carry those patterns of thought through the rest of my day. So therefore, what do we do about it? Well, first thing is we make sure that it's not Facebook that we're looking at first thing in the morning, but it's the book, that we're getting into God's Word and letting truth and God's love be how we use those first thoughts of the morning so that that becomes our pattern of thought and our perspective throughout the day. But then the second thing, I think, not just the timing of when we look at social media, which we just talked about, but also looking at kind of a gut check of what we're posting on social media mm-hmm. and taking a look at our account and saying, is is what I'm posting, um, is, is any part of this going to make someone else feel left out, less than, or lonely? Or is the vast majority of my, my account truly thinking about other people experiencing and encountering encouragement and the love of God? And boy, that's a really good gut check for us when we think about social media. Yeah, I think that's right. And I think we all know, at least I i don't know about how, how you are, Lisa, but I learned I learn most of my lessons the hard way. So I think social media is sort of a really good example. And when you post something online, if you got kind of a, if you're, if you got kind of a gnawing feeling in your gut or you feel instantly nervous or you wonder who's going to see it, maybe that's a pretty good indicator that you shouldn't post it. Maybe, maybe go back, hit the delete button and try it again. Yeah, I think that's a good thing to pay attention to. Sometimes, you know, I have to, I have to really ask myself, okay, when someone encounters this post that I'm about to make, is, is there any part of this that I'm hoping to get something from this post? Like, I'm going to put this post up, like, maybe today I'm feeling extra fluffy. And so I happen to catch a picture where the particular angle I'm, I'm at, you know, it makes me look thinner. And then it's like, am I posting this because I'm hoping out of my own sense of neediness to get other people to say, like, Wow, you look fantastic. Wow. And and the thing is, if we always let our feeling about ourselves rise and fall on other people's opinions, it will breed within us an instability that sets us up for rejection to affect us so deeply. Yeah. We've got to make sure that 
that our neediness doesn't become greediness in disguise. In other words, I have to make sure that I'm not holding out the cup to all the people that I do life with, real life or social media life or whoever I'm doing life with. I need to make sure that I'm not holding out an empty cup saying, fill me, fill me. I need I need your compliments today so that I can feel good about myself. But rather, I'm holding out a full cup already being filled up with the absolute assurance of God's love. And that can spill over into other people's lives. And Heidi, this is a message that preaches really well. But in the grit and grind of everyday life, it's hard. That's why I wrote Uninvited. Because I think we know that this is how we should live. But the dailiness of doing it is really complicated. And so I wanted to be that friend that stands up and goes, me too. I really, really struggle with this. And uh, let's take a good look at God's Word and let's change our perspectives so we can change our lives. Mm. I love that you point women back to the Word. And I think there are so many voices out there clamoring for attention right now. I mean, I think it, it seems to me that what is coveted these days is platform and the ability to sort of get out there and be an influencer. But really, the ultimate influencer in the life of a believer should be, first and foremost, the Word of God. And you have really done a great job in Uninvited of pointing women back to the Word and saying, listen, you may feel this way, but this is what God says. This is what um, this is what God's heart for you is. One of the things I want to touch on, and we could do this all day long, so I'm going I'm, to I'm wrap this up really quick, but I want to to touch on uh, chapter three of your book, the very so I am I, I confess I read uh, chapter titles when I buy a book. So I I'm one of those people who like you know if it's a novel I want to skip to the end. I want to read the title chapters and see what's interesting to me. And so the woman uh, there's a lady at the gym who hates me. That was my favorite chapter title <laughs> in your book. <laughs> Not gonna lie, because I was like, wait a second, Lisa has a lady at the gym who hates her. And then I thought, man, I wonder how that woman feels right now when she's picking up. Book and I loved, love, love, love. I loved how you how you started it. Just that there's a lady at the gym who hates you, and you know she doesn't think you're good at working out. You annoy her, you irritate her, and really what it ends up being. Not to, trying to spoil the whole thing, but what it ends up being is this is sort of the anxiety girl in all of us, right? We all have an anxiety girl in us. We're able to leap to the worst conclusion in a single bound, and that's kind of what you're talking about. In there's a lady at the gym who hates me. Basically, uh, swinging it back around to, this is what I thought I saw, but later on I realized if I could look at it from a different perspective, it's, it's possible that I'm wrong. And that's really what you're saying about social media too. Rather than looking at these pictures and feeling rejected, maybe we need to start being um, happy for the people that are in the pictures and joining in and sort of reveling with them and saying, wow, it's so great to see you instead of jumping to the worst conclusion because that is that anxiety in us, which really is just the enemy, right? That's right. I mean, there's real rejection that is so incredibly painful and hurtful, and it's in your face. But then there's also perceived rejection, yes. where we assign thoughts to other people that they've never, they never did think, and we assign rejections to them that they never placed on us. And I think the main point that I wanted to try to get across in that chapter is We've got to make the decision that we are going to live from the abundant place that we are loved. And then we mm. won't find ourselves begging others for scraps of love. Yeah. In other words, I can go to the gym and I can see a woman who is everything I'm not in the gym. I mean, everything on her is tight. And the only thing tight on me is my ponytail, right? <laughs> me and too, so, woman. <laughs> 
So I can look at her and high-five her in my mind and get on my elliptical and not feel like there's any kind of tension between us. It's just like we're both doing the very best that we can. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think it comes from really for me, finally, after 47 years of life, understanding and writing about and uninvited, how do I live from that place of assurance that I am loved? Like, mm. just the very thought of me made God's heart explode into a million plans and purposes and passionate thoughts about me. Just mm. the thought of me, before I ever was birthed from my mother's womb, just God's thought of me made him say, I am good and I am loved. And so if I can live from that abundant place of love, I won't walk around begging others from scraps of love. That's so awesome. Lisa, this has been such an encouragement for me. I'm going to sort of end with a quote from chapter four. It says, at the core of who we are, we crave the acceptance that comes from being loved. To satisfy this longing, we will either be a grasper of God's love or a grabber of people's love. If we grasp the full love of Christ, we won't grab at other things to fill us. That is an incredible reminder to us that we are loved by the Lord. And once we recognize that and really let it sink in, it's a life changer. Jesus is a healer. He's a restorer. He's the one who wants to come and fill our cup. Absolutely. I couldn't have said it better myself. (laughs) (laughs) That's good because you did say it. All right, everybody, I appreciate you listening today. I'm going to have Lisa come back one more time. Lisa, would you mind coming back? Because I've got a couple other questions I want to ask you about the real kinds of rejection. So today we really focus on social media, but I'd love it if you come back and speak to the woman who has faced a real uh, a real rejection, maybe even early on in her life, and talk to those women in particular about what it looks like to be invited when you feel uninvited. Would you come back with me one more time? Absolutely, Heidi. It would be my joy to do so. Thanks, Lisa. Hey, if you guys are really enjoying the podcast, something that would really be an encouragement and a blessing to us here is if you would head on over to iTunes and leave a review for the Busy Mom Podcast. It's really simple to do. Just go to your iTunes account, click on the little gear, the picture of the gear that's next to the Busy Mom Podcast, and that will allow you to rate the podcast and leave a review for it. Those ratings and reviews help bump the podcast up to the top of the list so that more moms like you can be encouraged by the Busy Mom Podcast. Thank you for listening today. Uh, This is Heidi St. John at the Busy Mom Podcast, and I'll see you here next time. For more encouragement, visit me online at thebusymom.com.